0: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of Webmaster Radio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of Webmaster Radio.fm is prohibited.
1: Accessing State of Search. Live from Europe, welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the State of Search. Our hosts sculpt the entire search marketing space, from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies.
2: Welcome to another episode of the State of Search Radio Show on Webmaster Radio. Uh, today, uh, Roy is doing something else, and I'm doing the show, but uh, luckily I'm not alone, uh, because we're doing this uh, relatively short show, by the way, uh, with uh, no other than Chris Johnson, who's the organizer, one of the organizers, I must say, of A4U. Uh, he's been on the show before, so he knows the drill. Hey, Chris. Hey, Baz. How are you doing? All right? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
3: Yeah, good, thank you. All- Getting prepared for uh, Barcelona next week, so it's all good fun in the office.
2: Yes, <laughs> must be, w- well, one of the most stressful times.
3: Uh, I, believe, I think I read an article once that said it was one of the most stressful jobs to be in, so uh, I, whether I believe them or not, because I'm not sure I've tried too many others, but uh, it's certainly up there, I can say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, a week before, what happens a week before in an office like
3: yours? Yeah. Um, well, obviously, because it's in Barcelona, our European show, we uh, we have to make sure everything's uh, signed off. Brochures have gone to print. Things are being delivered to the venues. Um, obviously, we've got all our events. Uh, we've got an event room full of stuff which needs to get shipped over to Barcelona and things like that. So it's just pre- preparing everything and making sure all the speakers are ready, all the panels are ready, um, all the logistics are done. And yeah, it's just running into uh, the last couple of days is al- is always good fun. But- but it's uh, yeah, it's coming along really nicely.
2: So, have you ever had that you do, when you did a conference abroad? Because for you, Barcelona is not your native country. Um, uh, that you were like, oh my God, I forgot to renew my passport or uh, something <laughs> like
3: that. Um, it's uh, I'm pretty sure we check that good two three months in advance, and it keeps getting brought up in conversation nearer the time as well. So, uh, I think if you if you miss uh, the fact that your passport's going out of date, then uh, you really should be considering working in a outside events, outside your country. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's your, it's your team which keeps you sharp.
3: Exactly, exactly. We'll bounce off one another in this week. It's all good fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's Barcelona, which is great. That's, that's the first time, right, for a few?
3: Yeah, first one in Barcelona. So we've been to... Um, European level. We've been to Amsterdam and Munich for two years and now we move along to Barcelona. So what do you think? The weather sucks up, up here
2: north, so let's go south to Barcelona. Is that the reason for Barcelona or is there not a reason?
3: Um, well, that's one of the reasons. Everyone seems to enjoy the fact that it's going to be nice and sunny hopefully uh, in Barcelona. Nice and warm. Uh, but we have, yeah, it's 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 always a case of where should we go next? Um, what current opportunities could we uh, you know where where could we go to help grow markets and make new people, and so everyone's got um, whilst bringing you know previous years worth of attendees along for the ride as well.
2: So um, it, th- does does a show in Barcelona mean um, it's a different show than, for example, the one in Munich or in in, in London? Do, do you target a different audience?
3: Um, not necessarily. We always try and make sure that the agenda um, is fully comprehensive so it covers beginner through to advanced level um, but the way that we always try and do it is have some really in-depth advanced sessions but also some I mean for example we've got the uh, A to Z of performance marketing which is uh, a basic or beginner session or for anyone that just wants to scrub up a bit on their performance marketing knowledge so we have that alongside um, another session, which you know, could be about mobile consumer behaviours and uh, conversion writing and uh, emerging market strategies. There's a, there's a massive uh, scale of of in terms of content that we produce, and so it doesn't really matter which country we operate in. I think it's uh, it's important that everyone has the same experience and has a good experience and enjoys themselves while they're there as well.
2: Okay, so um, if if you look at um, at the program, is is there a specific topic set, or is it what you just said, like as broad as possible. So,
3: performance marketing—it's a performance marketing conference. We try and ensure that we have plenty of affiliate-related sessions. We've got sessions on, uh, as usual. We always have some search sessions because affiliates do love to um, do love to hear from search speakers. Those can give them some really good advice because uh, we've uh, we're just releasing our European survey on um, Friday. Uh, for this year, which we also released last year. And one of the results in there is uh, for 2011 was that uh, up to, I think it was 69% of affiliates relied on SEO for driving traffic to their site. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, which is quite high considering all the uh, uh, penguin pandas and other animals that might turn up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this year it's it's gone down actually to about 55%. So actually publishers and affiliates are looking at new ways of driving traffic to their site. Um, so that's, just, that's a good uh, reason as well to attend those sessions. Um, we also look at mobile. Um, you can't ignore mobile. Um, but we try and, we're trying to be a bit different. So we have two mobile sessions. We have um, one uh, which is a mobile consumer behavior study. It's actually what people are doing on their mobiles, uh, why they're doing it, and, and how you can interact with that. Wow. That's uh, from Trey Doubler, uh, that's, who, going,
2: that's going to be interesting with all the new phones.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, definitely, and it's it's being presented by uh, actually the Urban Gilstrom and Elaine from the CEO and COO of uh, Trade Doubler. Um, so they have put some a lot of time and effort into this research report, and they're going to be delivering it at the expo, which will be good. And then the second one, we also have um, uh, the guys from Xanox, uh, and the windows Window, so Kevin Edwards and Chris Lunan who are talking about mobile stats and sales stats through the uh, their relevant affiliate networks. So it's the latest mobile stats coming through the affiliate channel, which is also a really good topic. Um, and then aside from that, we obviously stick to search. We have Google's universal search strategies. We talk about the latest technology adoptions in the industry, so paper call and um, or there's, <laughs> there's loads, of really, behavioral economics, conversion <laughs> writing, is that, is uh, social marketing, I could go on really, there's loads of things
2: <laughs> Is there one you're going to be attending for sure? Uh,
3: yeah, well I quite like the uh, one that Martino is doing it's, um, its does social marketing actually work? And what he's done is he, Martino works for or, uh, I think it's owns witchbudget.com uh, and he's got 400,000 organic Twitter followers for, I think it's the, the travel magazine um, and what he's going to do is he's actually going to put together some... They're all real? <laughs> yeah, well, supposedly 400,000 organic Twitter followers. Um, whether they're all real real or not, I'm sure we'll find out. <laughs> but, um, basically, he's, he's approached a couple of social agencies and asked us some advice on social marketing and what he's done over the since the start of February through to, um, I think, the end of last week. He's been trying out these different strategies on those Twitter followers to see what converts, what works, what doesn't. Um, and whether it's actually a, a viable marketing channel. Mm, so it's going be quite an interesting session.
2: When, when is that session?
3: It's uh, day one. Uh, it's uh, 12 till one uh, and it's in room H2, uh, but it's also alongside the mobile session, so I think choose wisely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's going to be a difficult one. I was just thinking, I was looking at my phone, which is lying here. I just got a new Samsung phone, which, uh, um, um, as you say, how people use their phone is, is again an, a next step in, in how people do that. Because, for example, it unlocks by looking at my face. It recognizes me. <laughs> um, And and that's just the start, I think, of of stuff which is going to happen because that that'll mean that you might be able to I don't know pay for stuff in the future just by looking at your phone.
3: Yeah, well, there's all these. um, uh, They're saying uh, there's a lot of people saying that actually the the uh, what's the word? So actually walking into a shop uh, in a high street, but actually buying a product online is becoming uh, more common. And actually, through buying things online, but also using the next state of you know digital wallets, Google Wallet, and uh, NFC is all going to make a massive change in how people actually purchase goods. Um, and if it's all done through their mobile, then it will. There are a lot of consumer trends that people will want to hear about and see where potentially mobile mobile shopping habits are going and how they can as a publisher, influence the journey, interact with them, and you know, engage on a mobile publisher level as well.
2: Yeah, it's probably a big chance for affiliates.
3: I think so. I mean, uh, I know uh, the guys at Voucher Cloud and, uh, who are actually based in Bristol, who I don't know if they're well-known in Europe, but uh, they are a mobile uh, discount codes and vouchering uh, company. They've actually just been acquired by Vodafone in the last two weeks. Um, And they do quite a lot in terms of performance marketing and affiliate uh, sales um, because they've won a couple of performance marketing awards in the last couple of years. So they're just an example of a publisher who um, has really hit the ground running with uh, being acquired by Vodafone. And it's something, obviously, that bigger companies uh, and mobile operators are looking to get involved with.
2: Great. Great okay it's about time we go to our first commercial break and um after that break i want to talk a little bit about um what you just mentioned the the, the all the animals coming by and how that affects affiliates so penguin and and ponders. um so stick with us and listen to the commercials and we'll be right back so brasko can you take us to the commercial search
1: returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors
0: Join the thousands of search and social media marketers at one of the largest events of the year, SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Learn more at sesconference.com. Ses San Francisco 2012 kicks off three days of sessions with a keynote presentation by Google digital marketing evangelist Avinash Kaushik speaking about business optimization in a digital age. Check out daily Meet the Expert roundtables where you can take part in intimate and informative discussions with industry icons. Add over 70 sessions, a crowded expo floor, on-site training at the ClickZ Academy, the big search engine watch Eliminator, Goodbye. and webmasterradio.fm search bash, and you'll have SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Register for SES San Francisco 2012 today by clicking on the banner ads from the webmasterradio.fm website or go now to sesconference.com.
1: Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world, Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sword with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king Oh yeah, my day is done Time for happy hour You're
0: already done for the day?
1: State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Here are your hosts. And. Um. And we are back for part two of this very special and uh, quick <laughs> State of Search Radio show on Webmaster Radio uh, talking about affiliates and A4U with Chris Johnson. Um, before the break we talked a little bit about uh, uh, the conference next week in Barcelona and um, Chris mentions that uh, one of the things which is always on a conference like A4U Expo is search because um, well, affiliates like to learn from uh, people speaking about search especially with all the animals like Penguin and Panda is coming by. Um, let, let's dive a little into that, Chris, because you 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 are really familiar with with the affiliate business and how affiliate things uh, affiliates think and work. Um, penguin and Panda do they do they even know what it is? Penguin and Panda penguin or and Panda or is that something new for affiliates or are they that web savvy already or should I say search savvy that they know exactly what a penguin and what a panda is except for the animals.
3: I think in terms of the way that, uh, well, the way, obviously, because we run APU, so we have our forum, um, We the, I think the first time that affiliates notice, notice something's happened is either somebody will post on the forum saying, oh, I've just logged in, or I've just seen my sales drop, I've just seen my results drop out of the rankings, or it's just changed again, has anybody else noticed this? And um, then everyone starts scouring the web and looking for the latest search updates or you know search bloggers who are, um, who are seeing this. Things as well, um, and it is. It's known as Panda. Um, Panda was a big hitter, I think, and it it, uh, it was about a year ago, wasn't it? And yeah. um, it really did. It really did shake things up in the affiliate space. Uh, and people, the main thing is people build a brand on a niche, or build build a couple of niche brands. And if obviously one of them their revenues slide because they've been hit by these uh, updates, then then it becomes a real issue. And a lot of affiliates work themselves up to go part time or to go uh, and work solely on their affiliate affiliate um, websites. So they might have been working full-time before, and they've given it up because they could afford to live off their affiliate incomes. But the, I think the main issue is that sometimes, as soon as these uh, things happen, everyone gets scared, <laughs> and everyone is looking for reasons to check that their sites are all right, to see what they can do to surefire their way uh, and keep themselves in the rankings. But that is one of the reasons why people attend the sessions is to see and hear the latest thinking and, and tips from who they hope will help them to, uh, <laughs> to keep themselves there. Yeah.
2: So, so I, I talked to a, lot, a few people uh, a few months ago in London, and they said they actually lost their job, um, um, or, or, or as you say, not uh, are not part time anymore, not full time anymore, and, and just had to give up affiliate work. Um, and there's a discussion which is going on also in the search world is is should you rely on Google that much um, that when Google does make a change like this it it, it means the end of your business what, what what's your thought on that
3: I think yeah it's a very valid point um it's one of those areas where as i mean as I refer back to the survey that we did earlier it's it's showing now that the For the results, and that was a European study, that affiliates are now looking at new ways to drive traffic to their site, and not trying not to rely as heavily on SEO as before. It's quite hard when, if you have a niche, and or you have a site which does very well in those rankings, that to change anything or um, to, to do anything that might work against you in that respect is, you know, until it happens, you don't want to, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Isn't that the saying? But um, I think building a brand from your websites and encouraging more social, more uh, ways of driving traffic to your site is becoming really important. and That's uh, one of the things that publishers and affiliates should be doing um, now.
2: Yeah, because if you are looking at what Google is doing, uh, for example, with the direct answers at the moment, mm-hmm. um, is that something that can hurt affiliates or, or not? Because that's mostly focused on,
3: well, information, not not really products. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think they have to be careful themselves, Google, when they apply these um, updates and apply these new search techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately, it's, it's revenue drivers, um, and it, it's all relevant. In some respects, um, and how much of an monopoly do you really want to have uh, over an industry where you rely still quite heavily on on affiliates and paid search and, and everything like that? So um, I don't know. I think I think the the main goal really is to build a brand and to and to encourage people to not make Google their start point. You know, which has changed um, the customer journey. Usually speak, started with a, a Google search two years ago. That's actually changing now. Well, what we're seeing is that people are looking at YouTube, looking at uh, Facebook and other Twitter, et cetera, so there are new avenues to generate traffic. It's just applying those as an affiliate. Which is difficult. It's not the easiest thing in the world, and I know I, I agree with that. And uh, but that's why we're there. That's why we're here. We're here to help them as much as we can and give them uh, a platform to learn and, and apply new techniques.
2: So, so, from from the stats you have, um, do you see uh, people actually making a living out of, for example, Twitter?
3: Um, to be honest, no. We don't have uh, stats like that per se. Um, you know, this session, obviously, the social marketing session will be an interesting one um, to see whether it can actually work um, and whether it's it's worth the effort. I think, and that's a good important point because affiliates who work really hard to keep their sites where they are, they don't have time necessarily to be trying new things. And what's the point in trying something that, if it does fail, you know, you've wasted a certain amount of time? Yeah. Um, but sessions like that can help you to uh, understand whether it is worth your time or not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because, well, well Google is a proven method. I think that's, that's one of the reasons why they stick with, with Google.
3: Yeah, it's a proven method, and it, it, they've taken a long time to put, get themselves where they are. And um, they know that Google is, uh, is, a, is a very high point of contact and call yeah. for anyone starting their journey. So, uh, yeah, it's still, it's still very important. Um, but they should be just asking the questions of how, how I can start to look at other ways to drive traffic
2: which is going to be um, 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 well, which is a difficult one for a lot of affiliates in my in my view, or at least in my experience. Let's let's put it that way. It's, it's <laughs> they, they, they really find it hard to to make time to do other stuff. Which is that, that's a question I get a lot. So do I need to um, uh, change my entire business because uh, this just takes up more time, more of my time, and I'm already doing that much, uh, spending that much time on it. Um, which my answer is always, yeah, Well, you have to figure out which works best for you and then uh, choose that specific one but don't rule out any new strategies beforehand
3: yeah I mean it's, it can be an overnight thing you could just be switched off yeah. uh, and it is, that, it is that harsh and that simple to say it um, and even though it might be working really well now it's just it is really just looking at new ways and encouraging affiliates to look at new ways to do it and yes the time is an issue but um, I think this day and age it needs you need to consider that as a Yep.
2: Okay. Um, well, time flies. It's time for a second break already. So uh, we'll be right back uh, with our uh, final part of this uh, show about affiliates. So stick with us. So Brasco, Brasco, can you take us to the commercials?
1: State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors.
0: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text Radio to 21691. That's Radio to 21691 for Moby Mantis.
2: How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business.
1: What you need is profit through performance.
0: Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location3 Media help
1: you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit location3media.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. drop into the webmaster chat room
0: webmasterradio.fm
1: clothing is optional
0: webmasterradio.fm
1: webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere you're listening to state of search on webmasterradio.fm
2: here are your hosts And we are back for already the final part of this show. So quickly, quick, quick show this one, Chris. Um, but uh, I think there's a lot of valuable information uh, already uh, out there. Um, we were chatting just before the show, and you mentioned well, one of the things which is important for affiliates at the moment is all the stuff around privacy. Um, can you fill us in a little bit on that?
3: Yeah, sure. So. Um, I mean, affiliates aren't having the best times at the moment, um, and the EU Privacy Directive, which was in enfor- well enforced, uh, I think at the end of May. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Cookie Law, it's known as as well, um, and having to show consent, uh, having to give consumers. Um, now, don't quote me on any of this because it's very long-winded, and uh, <laughs> and there's, there's there's many answers, and I don't think there's a full right answer yet. But um, yeah, there's a uh, it's giving consumers. Uh, Notification that you're using cookies on your site, what cookies you're using, yeah. and also the ability for them to opt out of cookies mm. should they um, Offici- should they want to.
2: Uh, officially, you have to ask for permission to uh, put cookies on people's computers, so to track them. So if you have if you're using tracking cookies, you need to um, get approval from the person visiting your website. Yep.
3: Yeah, that, and, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and um as you said there's there's a lot of um um well misunderstanding about it um, even within politicians themselves the, the ones who set up the rules don't even know how the rules are uh so that that's that's a big issue um for example is google analytics uh part of the cookie law yes or no um that that's a big discussion there's there's a lot of affiliates probably also um uh, using tracking cookies to optimize their sites uh, for example, for shopping purposes, right?
3: Yeah, and I mean, it's 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 not it's a kind of a case of irony, I guess, because what they're doing and putting these uh, conversion cookies and optimization cookies onto the site so they can track the user and the customer's journey throughout their site, actually, to make it a better experience for those users. If you take that away, then the experience won't be as good. And actually, the, the consumers will be worst off because they're not getting the best quality and, of service when they're visiting the website. So it's, it's just a, it's a strange one in my eyes. But I th- think the issues are, uh, and the issues that keep cropping up, is things that, that uh, we heard the other day that brow- a browser uh, ID10, which is reported to have no follow um, as, a, as a default function and field. Yes. Yes. Um, which it doesn't well, it doesn't make any sense for us as an affiliate or as anyone that wants to use cookies, um, or to increase the, the user experience of, of the internet, um, and so that's always an issue. And, funny, and funny
2: thing with that though is that people are going to blame uh, Internet Explorer for crappy websites. They're going to feel like, well, this browser just doesn't work.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of IE anyway. If I'm honest, <laughs> I'm sure many aren't either. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those. But it's the it's the consumer. It's the consumer. Monopoly there still, although it's changing day and day. It's it's still uh, the browser that is mostly pre-installed on everyone's Windows computers. So um, yeah, it's, it's something to certainly consider and certainly I think worry about. Um, and I know iPhones. I think new iPhones aren't enabled as default for cookies as well. Hmm. If you upgrade from previous versions of iPhones, then I think your your settings get transferred over. And older versions of of the iOS software had. Cookies as um, accepted, but I think if I'm, I might be wrong but I think the new ones also don't accept cookies as default so um for mobile commerce and mobile marketing that's always another um, sticking point
2: is, is there a future for a if, if if it's going in in this direction
3: there's definitely there's definitely a future um I think it's just a case of ironing out what is actually the right thing to do on these sites in terms of how to Show consent or how to get people to approve them, and uh, I think there's a lot of different uh, channels, so display and affiliate, um, for examples retargeting. They they all use cookies in different ways, um, but they just all kind of been put together on one this is a cookie, this is what it does, Um, opt out, yes or no. Um, But there's definitely a future. and There'll be workarounds, there'll be ways around it. And, for example, it's not been fully enforced across the whole of Europe. It's supposed to be in the European Union. But from what we hear is that it's it's not being as enforced as it is in, I think, the UK and and a couple of other uh, countries. But you can still it's not enforceable over in, in other places.
2: No, true. I think I actually have a list here uh, just in front of me saying, okay, which countries do have it and which don't. Uh, we're actually going to put that on the site um, early next week, I think, uh, which which shows the differences between the d- different countries. Um, so, for example, Denmark and Finland and France and Greece and Hungary and Ireland as well, as Lithu- Lithuania and Luxembourg, they're, they're already... In, they've already implemented it in um, uh, 2011, actually. Um, whereas uh, countries like uh, uh, Belgium or Germany, uh, they haven't even got it on yet. Uh, Austria, Poland. Uh, so, so it's really different from one country to another. Uh, another. And I think officially the UK should have implemented it uh, a year ago, but it's only a, uh, running up or up and running now. Is it?
3: yeah they had a year's grace period I think to so for everyone to make steps to conform um, but you know even 12 months is uh, it goes off the radar for a few months and then don't get me wrong there's a lot of companies that are putting solutions out there and obviously the, the big sites have already done it and um, I mean affiliate window I know is the only one I've remember seeing and I can think of the top of my head they have a affiliate solution in place so affiliates can actually add code to their site. Um, which is what is currently I think viewed as uh, conforming to the directive, okay. so that you can affiliate that and so that helps as well um, but i don 't think it 's just not all the end of affiliates it's it's just it's becoming more common nature I think just to press the accept button on these sites when they crop up for the first time mm-hmm. um, and yeah i, th- I don 't think going forward it will be a massive issue, but it just needs to be addressed and understood, I think.
2: It could also be a push for the market in the end because it triggers people to actually think about this kind of stuff and then make make new and improved uh, changes to, to, to what they're doing.
3: Yeah, it's just the case. I think people, consumers might be, well, how, how do they know this much about me? Why, why do they need to know this much about me? Um, and I think if they understand the reasons why is to improve their actual user experience mm-hmm. on the sites and actually to give them products that they think they will like um, and think save them time having to look around even further, you know. Um, I think those are the important points to, to for people to consumers to understand and be educated to.
2: Yeah. So uh, uh, we've got a few minutes left. Um, what are the biggest trends amongst affiliates? We you've we've mentioned uh, the ping the penguins before, which is kind of related to search, so that's that's one of the trends they're in. Uh, we know privacy is one of the uh, things they're talking about a lot. What what else?
3: What else? Um, I think conversion and the sort of optimization of websites is becoming increasingly important. Um, I know that from the ground up, from choosing the correct, uh, in certain terms of search, choosing the correct domain name and registrar, um, and then going up to looking at your optimization. So actually, what would make you more or less likely to buy from a website? Um, These things, we had our keynote last year at AfU Europe was was Rory Sutherland uh, who did his session on behavioral economics. And I think applying those sorts of sciences can really help to increase conversions. And I think that is something that affiliates are really getting their teeth into at the moment and looking at making very minor changes, very simple changes, but actually that have been really effective and and driven more sales. Um, And that's just smarter marketing and affiliates are really picking up on that. I think that's certainly one of the areas. Um, I'm just thinking on the others, actually.
2: Um, well, that's. A, I, sure. I think it's an interesting one to to, to end this with because uh, um, conversion, in the end, always follows uh, everything you do before that. Uh, which means that if you you do a search to to get information and then you you, you get people to your to your website, um, you have the privacy on the web privacy stuff on the website. You need to do uh, all sorts of other stuff. You need to do there, and uh, um, then conversion is, is is the main goal, of course, for affiliates mm. because affiliates want to sell right
3: yeah, absolutely, They do want to sell, I think the important point is is to is to make sure that people <laughs> they generate the traffic to their website in order to do that, yeah. so it does always come back to to the the driving traffic to the site and and content is is always a massive issue with affiliates and how how to create engaging content, content that gets picked up by the search engine, but also engages the consumer, how, uh, how you can expand on all those sorts of things as well and, how, uh, and literally just how to get smarter with your marketing, how to adopt new, new strategies, new ways of thinking um, to, keep you, to keep you going, really, uh, and to improve, you, improve, your, improve your revenue at the end of the day. Simple fact.
2: <laughs> and to do that, you need to visit if you're Barcelona next week, right?
3: Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's shaping up to be a, a really good one. It's bigger than Munich last year already as well. Um, so oh. we're, we're certainly on course for a great amount of numbers. Um, we've got yeah, loads of sessions. It's all performance based. Um, we've got two, we've got a pre party and an official party. We will be showing the football. Uh-huh.
2: Of course, uh, sure yes. I think on. England is actually playing.
3: Yeah, it's England Ukraine. Yeah. Um, what happened to Holland the other day, bus
2: uh, well, this is the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, we had a kind of minor uh, uh, hiccup. <laughs> no, I don't think Holland uh, is going to do very well this tournament, but maybe I'll, I'll be proven wrong. Um, we'll see uh, about that. And we'll see also about next week at A4U Expo. I'm going to be there, I'm going to be speaking, and uh, we're going to be there, of course, a set of search, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Um, so, Chris Johnson, thank you very much for joining us today on this show and uh, for the information on the affiliates Um, uh, we'll be seeing you next week and uh, people are uh, on the radio listening into uh, other shows on Webmaster Radio Uh, be also sure to uh, pick up on all the shows we do uh, um, there and the ones we're going to do next week so thank you and uh, see you later bye bye